And welcome to the program, Charles Moskowitz, Monday through Friday, live here at YouTube and subscribing platforms. My guest is Alex Newman. He is Liberty Sentinel Media CEO. Uh, he's an author of many books, including Crimes of the Educators. He's a columnist at various magazines and periodicals, including the New American and the Epic Times. Alex, thanks for joining me. Thanks very much for having me, Chuck. Great to be with you. Well, Alex, look, the, the, the main subject, of course, and what else is happening right now than this main subject is the rigging of this election and the ongoing attempt to steal the election. And um, I have to say that uh, the conspirators in their combined and concerted efforts look like they're going to pull it off to me. I mean, I'm not throwing in the towel and I'm very depressed thinking about it. I can't think about it right now, but... But it does look to me like they're they're um, they, they they acted like you know it's sort of like the takeover of like a, a third world country. It's like the Bogotazo in 1947. They marched in, they seized the high ground, they seized the media, the outlets, three of them, and they simply declared their guy as president, and uh, they suppressed any opposition, and uh, they're just riding it out and uh, continuing to consolidate their power every single day. What say you, Alex? Well, you know, I'm not quite as pessimistic. I, I still think there are multiple uh, paths to victory for Donald Trump. Um, you know, a, a lot of these cases are going to end up in front of the Supreme Court. In fact, earlier today, uh, Trump's legal team announced that they were uh, very pleased with, I mean, obviously they didn't agree with the ruling from the Pennsylvania judge who they pointed out was appointed by Obama, but uh, they were thankful that he made the ruling quickly so that they can move on now to the third court of appeals and then get it in front of the Supreme Court, which they want to do uh, as expeditiously as possible. Uh, there's a number of things that are going on now that I think are, are really in Donald Trump's favor. Uh, what's happening in Michigan is one very prominent example of that. There's some real questions about whether these fraudulent results can be certified. I mean, you know, at this point, anybody who's paying attention, anybody who's not living under a rock knows this election was rigged. In fact, the oh, polling yeah. data shows uh, half of Americans recognize e that. Even 30% of Democrats know it. And I think everyone knows it in their heart of hearts. The question is, most people, enough people either don't care or they hate Trump so much, or they're active participants in this conspiracy. Yep. And I, I uh, that's yeah. a big part of what the conspirators have going for them is that through, you know, four years of nonstop fake media and, and hate Donald Trump propaganda, they've got some segment of the population now that hates Donald Trump so much, they don't even care if the election was rigged, they just want to get rid of him. Right. Uh, and that's unfortunate. You know, if if Trump had stolen the election, I'd be the first one out there saying, look, guys, you know, I, I don't like Biden at all, but we have to have legitimate that's elections. Right this country. Um, but there's a few things that are going on that I think are very positive. And one of the approaches that is being pursued is uh, making sure that the electors in at least a handful of these states, and all that's needed is a handful, uh, will either go for Donald Trump when the fraudulent results officially showed Biden, or that these electors will be disqualified. So if it happens that on December 14th, a few of these states that supposedly went to Biden, but it was obvious there was fraud, uh, are disqualified and they don't get electors there, it could be that neither party will get 270 electoral votes, in which case it goes to the Congress. And under the 12th Amendment, each state will have one vote and a majority of the state delegations are Republican. So if Trump can keep the Republicans in line, uh, that'll give him a viable path to the White House. In fact, we've been talking about this for weeks. Now, uh, Alan Dershowitz is talking about it as well. So there are a number of possibilities here that could see Trump serve another four years. There is. And I've heard the... Uh the possibility of the House of Representatives. I've also heard about the Supreme Court, but um, I think that uh, 
he has to show the evidence of massive fraud and he has to do it very soon. Now, uh, you know, we have the, you know, the, the part of the so-called resistance, you know, the, the conspiracy are the state governments that are going to push the certification through no matter what. And that includes the Republican government in Georgia, which has some of the worst cases of fraud at all levels. And also the government in Michigan, which is refusing to uh, do any kind of an audit of Wayne County where all the fraud took place. And already they're starting to agitate for claiming that this is a race thing, which of course, putting aside the fact that Trump did better among black people than any Republican since Eisenhower. But you know, they're going to all steps extreme to completely march in and certify the vote. And the question is, will the Republican legislatures and the, the legislature in Michigan and Georgia, and for that matter, Pennsylvania are Republican, whether these people have the backbone to do anything about it, whether they're going to be loyal to the Constitution and not allow this certification to take place. But it looks like that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to jam through their certifications and overstep any attempt to do a, a vigorous audit of this vote. Yeah. I've spoken with legislators in both Arizona and Pennsylvania. There is interest in trying to send uh, Trump electors to the Electoral College. But of course, the the establishment is working very hard to do arm twisting to make sure nothing like that happens. So, you know, it, I, I think it's still up in the air. Uh, the, the team yeah. Biden and the establishment media are acting like it's a done deal. They're calling Biden a president elect, which, of course, he's not a it's president false. elect Completely until the Electoral false. College meets or Trump concedes. Neither of those has happened yet. But um, there are still some some viable paths, I think. And once the these things get before the Supreme Court, I think it's going to become much more clear. You know, one of the things that has happened is the Trump's legal team has been trying to show the evidence. Uh, I actually watched the press conference and I wrote an article in The New American about it. And the, I couldn't believe how blatant the fake media has become now in lying. You know, Trump's people spent two hours talking about the evidence of the fraud. They literally read from affidavit. And, and I guess they're depending on people to be ignorant and not understand that an affidavit, a sworn statement by That's a witness right. under penalty of perjury is the definition of evidence almost. Of course, it is evidence. Yeah, so they sat there and they read these things and then the media says, oh, they absolutely presented no evidence of fraud. Excuse me? I, yeah, I heard just, the guys reading the affidavit. Well, well, that's what they're doing. They're just lying and stonewalling. I mean, an affidavit is no different than testifying before Congress or testifying in the presence of a judge under a sworn oath. I mean, it is it is evidence. And some of these affidavits are just incredible stories. I mean, there's one in, yep. there were several, I think there were several hundred in Pittsburgh that indicate that people went to the polls and were told, sorry, you already voted. And they're like, no, I didn't. Thousand people 15, were told people. that they had already voted and were given provisional ballots. And what happened, as Trump's legal team explained, is very obvious. The these ballot harvesters went out and requested huge numbers of ballots, figuring that these people probably wouldn't go to vote. And if some of them did, they'd just give them a provisional ballot. And they cast a bunch of illegal votes. And then the real sure. people turned up to vote. And they said, "Oh, you've already voted." So, well, I don't remember voting. That's right. So, who did vote and how did they vote? I mean, this is an obvious fraud. Now. Uh, attorney, uh, attorney uh, Sidney Powell. I don't know if you've had a chance to talk with her, but um, I haven't and, talked to her for for weeks since since the election. So I, I don't have any special insight uh, okay. into recent developments. But, uh, but I know really, she's a great lady. She's amazing. She's uh, has her hand on everything. I've been following her interviews. Um, she uh, helped expose the um, the, un the, you know, the attack on, on Lieutenant General Flynn and um, 
Now she is talking about gathering evidence with regard to this domain server, this domain uh, software company, this tabulation uh, company, which apparently tabulates the votes in over almost 20, I think it's 21 states, including all of the, um, the, the so-called swing states. She claims that they were started in, in uh, Venezuela for Hugo Chavez to help put him in power. And this same software has been used in other countries around the world, Brazil comes to mind, several others, where it basically tabulates votes by, by putting an algorithm into the system. And the way I understand that works is similar to the way if you're investing in, in Wall Street, you can put a stop loss on an investment. In other words, you, know, you, you put a, a number into the computer and if the investment falls below a certain amount, it automatically sells, so you reduce your loss. And I think that from my understanding, this, this same technology was put into the Dominion system so that if Trump received X number of votes, the thing would immediately either shut down or it would, uh, you know, it would recruit a percentage for Biden or switch a percentage to Biden. Now, what happened in these so-called swing states is that the vote for Trump was so huge that they all shut down. And they shut down almost at the same minute in Pennsylvania, Georgia, Michigan, Wisconsin, and I think Nevada. And, and, and then they reopened you know, in the wee hours of the morning with all of a sudden Biden having all these votes enough to overtake Trump. Everyone knows this stinks. I mean, right? I mean, it's so obvious. What, do you have any data on this? I mean, you, I would imagine you must be looking into this. Yes, I have been looking into it. And, you know, that, that was one of the most flagrantly obvious examples, right? Everybody went to sleep thinking, wow, Donald Trump won. He's ahead yeah. in Michigan. He's ahead in Wisconsin. He's ahead in Pennsylvania. By I mean, over it, a half a million votes. Right. I mean, it looked like he was invincible at that. But I went to sleep thinking, wow, <laughs> I can't believe it was that easy. And then you wake up and suddenly, you know, they found hundreds of thousands of votes for Biden. It was so obvious that something fishy was going on there. And I, I think the voting machines are really going to be the key. Uh, the more you look into this, the more you realize it stinks. Uh, the vice president of Dominion, this character named Eric Coomer, uh, is a radical, like, unbelievably fanatical anti-Trump nut. And he was posting on Facebook and he was saying in Antifa chat room, oh, don't worry, we've got the election taken care of. I mean, unbelievable stuff coming out. Then there's, of course, Smartmatic, which is tied to George Soros, which was involved with uh, rigging the vote in Venezuela. And, and as, as far as I understand, there are actually connections with the Central Intelligence Agency as well. I think the CIA was an integral part of this. We actually interviewed a General McInerney, uh, one of the top Air Force officials. He was the third highest ranking official in the Air Force for many years. And he talked about how the CIA was involved, how they had these computer software programs. And so I think what's going to have to happen here is a lot of people are going to have to be put under oath. Uh, some people will probably have to be offered immunity, but we need to unravel this whole thing. And this is much bigger than just Trump versus Biden. This is about, will we have a uh, legitimate elections going forward. And if we don't, the implications of that are beyond 
serious. I mean, once people lose confidence that we can change things with elections, that's when, you know, people start using violence and and heaven forbid something like that were to happen in this country. We must, for the sake of everybody, it doesn't matter where you are on the political spectrum. We must get to the bottom of this. We must have answers. Dominion, Smartmatic, uh, the Central Intelligence Agency, all these people need to be brought in. All these angles need to be investigated. I understand that Sidney Powell has a lot of information on this, including affidavits from people who were involved in the creation of these softwares, from mathematicians who understand the algorithms that were that were used. And uh, she is going to be filing uh, what she said was a lawsuit of biblical proportions in Georgia here very soon. And, you know, she's not officially working with Team Trump anymore, which, in my view, kind of frees her up to do uh, and, and say certain things that she couldn't otherwise. So I, I would keep my eyes on Sidney Powell. This is a, a wonderful lady uh, with integrity, an incredible lawyer, former federal prosecutor. And, you know, I think a lot of this stuff is going to come out no matter how hard the media tries. The, the information mm-hmm. is already out. Americans understand this. Now we're going to have to get to phase two, which is where we find out exactly what happened and who is going to be held responsible. Well, you know, every day that goes by, every hour that ticks by, it's getting more difficult. And I just, I I am critical of President Trump for not doing something about this years ago. I know that his hands were filled with the conspiracy theory that he was spying for the Russians and, right, and then the new conspiracy theory that he was working with Ukrainians and everything else. Then he's a murderer because of the coronavirus. So I get the fact that he's busy, but, you know, it's a little late in the day to be exposing this huge international conspiracy. And that's exactly what this is. This is something that is, you know, this is what you you and I and a lot of people have been talking about for at least a decade, which is eventually the the takeover of the world by digital high tech. In other words, you know, this is a one arm of of an agenda that's going to lead to the implanting of chips and the, you know, the control of people from by satellite and the coordination of media control and propaganda. I mean, certainly this country has never had as big a propaganda campaign as they're having right now with the, with the installation of Biden. And, and that if we don't do something about this, whether you're liberal, conservative, whether you love or hate Trump, whether you love or hate Biden, then we're going to be controlled increasingly by this big tech behemoth. This is something where they can manipulate our votes I mean, voting was the last bastion, I thought, well, I, I kind of was always nervous, but I thought of, of, of our freedom. You know, we, we kind of know that they steal at the big cities, you know, and have been doing so probably for the past half century. That's why they control the big cities, you know, and that's why these rotten, corrupt Democrat machines run things because they do control the, the ballot box. You know, I mean, there's, there's uh, you know, this isn't new. But, but now it's dealing with high tech. Now you have an international means by which a couple of IT people can sit in a room somewhere and, and manipulate data and affect how a vote c- comes out. Yeah. Well, you know, Trump has been warning about this for a long time. In fact, even back in 2012, he put out a a tweet that now has become infamous where he talked about how the voting machines were rigging the vote against Romney. And of course, Romney didn't care. He's a globalist establishment hack who's now telling Trump he needs to concede and that he's misbehaving by calling out the fraud. 
But uh, Trump has been aware of this for a long time. He actually set up, I, I don't know if you remember, the um, Election Integrity Commission and Eric Coomer, the vice president of Dominion, was shrieking and shouting about how ridiculous oh. we need to shut it down. I, I'd say that, too, if I was in the process of trying to rig the election. Right. And uh, in 2018, Trump actually signed an incredible executive order about uh, election integrity and uh, foreign interference in our election that gave uh, broad new authorities for the executive branch to uh, ensure election integrity. So there's a lot going on behind the scenes, a lot that has been going on behind the scenes. I think a lot of this is going to end up coming out and the media is going to look so discredited once this comes out. It, you know, There's a certain segment of the population that will never believe it. They will refuse to believe that CNN could have lied to them um, because they, they've just you know, been absolutely and completely and totally deceived. They have no interest in seeking out the truth. But I think for for well-meaning, intellectually honest Americans, there's going to have to be a reckoning here. We're going to have to finally recognize, look, we have a criminal ruling class that believes that election rigging, lying, uh, fake conspiracy theories about the president, uh, you know, all sorts of illegal and immoral activities are legitimate means to accomplish their ends, which, you know, as they describe it, new world order and, and so equ- equity and all these silly things. Um, at, at some point, there's going to have to be a reckoning. I think it's coming soon where Americans are going to have to finally uh, come face to face with the fact that these people are, are dangerous, they're evil, and they cannot be allowed to continue to operate with the impunity that they've had for the last at least few decades. Well, you know, as I said, you and I and others have been talking about this all of our uh, careers. And um, right now we're confronting a very open and very blatant attempt to seize power that it can either be one of two things. This could either be the full flowering of of an agenda that's been put in place, probably going all the way back to Cecil Rhodes, (laughs) or even further, we could go back to Adam Weissopt. Or this is the last gasp of an agenda that's been exposed. I mean, it's that critical. I mean, we are talking about good versus evil. We are talking about whether we're gonna have a sovereign nation with it, with independent sovereign citizens, or we're gonna become just another province in a world order, which by the way, Biden is openly into. I mean, he wants to appoint to Secretary of State, this guy Blinken, who is a warmonger and who wants to already talking about sending troops to Syria and you know, back to the old days of perpetual war and creeping socialism and communism and a regression into, you know, a, 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 you know mediocrity and a, and a complete loss of sovereign citizenship and rights. And, uh, you know, that's what's at stake here. I mean, it's, uh, I, you know, I think that a couple of exposures of these things, hopefully, some, hopefully uh, you know, Sidney Powell is gonna come out with her lawsuit in Georgia, a couple of things like that, which the media and the, and the censorious big tech will not be able to suppress, enough people are going to become aware of it that it will, cha- it will change the tide. You know, we have to have, you know, something like that, something earth shattering that's going to come out. I mean, I know she keeps talking about releasing the Kraken. Well, she got to get, we got to see the Kraken. I mean, it has to start moving into the ships and, and take and strangling these ships and it has to do it very quickly, like this week, because the more time that goes by, the more they're creating a sense of permanency as Biden just continues to proceed or whoever's controlling him continues to proceed to appoint people and act like he's the president. This is a coup. 
It is. It's it's a coup in every sense of the word. And it's not just a coup against President Donald Trump. It's a coup against the American people and our constitutional republic. I, I think you summed up perfectly what's at stake here, Charles. We are now in kind of the, the final phases. Either these new world order, you know, globalist uh, totalitarians get their way or they're exposed. I mean, th that those are the options. And I, at this point, I don't see any way to kind of go back to how it was before and everybody just pretend like we don't know and we didn't see the election being stolen. Uh, you know, there's only two ways we could go now. We're either going to move into this new world order, we're going to lose our freedoms, we're going to lose our country, or we're going to expose these people. They're going to be held accountable and they're going to be stopped. Uh, that's where we are now. And, yeah. you know, everybody out there who's just kind of been sitting back and relaxing and just hoping other people were going to do all the work. And, you know, I, I have a family to feed. I can't get involved in this stuff. Now would be the time, guys. It's all on. On the line what happens in the next few weeks now is going to really determine where america and humanity goes for decades ahead and if we lose freedom in this country trying to regain it is going to be virtually impossible we're not going to be able to regain it with the rigged elections and the voting machines uh you know the people who think the second amendment you know I, i'm all about the second amendment but guys we're in a, a new world now we're not fighting british troops you know with muskets coming over on the high seas uh these people have technology they have bioweapons they have nuclear bomb i mean you know the idea that anyone's going to stop them with an ar-15 uh frankly i i don't think that's realistic so now is the time for everybody who loves freedom who loves god who loves their family who just wants to live a normal life to get involved and say no we're not going to take it we're not going to give up our freedom we're not going to settle for a, a stolen election we're going to resist and and it, you know everybody doesn't have to do everything but everybody can do something you know send out this video to people get on your email and send an email to your to your friends and to your family uh, hand out packets uh, information subscribe to the new american and give copies to other people everybody could be doing something to bypass the censorship and the orwellian uh, narrative being spread by the media Absolutely. We can all do our part. Alex, I want to ask you just one more thing, and that is that uh, Sidney Powell has made reference and others to this seizure in Germany of um, hardware and of um, servers that, that are connected to the Dominion tabulature, and that these are the smoking gun that she claims that they were seized by the U.S. Army and that they are possibly now, they have been shipped to the White House where they're being examined and analyzed and uh, getting, do you have any information about that? I don't have any specifics, but um, you know, I, I think there was some misinformation initially. I don't think the US Army seized anything from any company. However, there is a huge presence uh, of central intelligence and US military in Germany. Now, uh, if these servers, if this hardware, if th these things that were seized were uh, at a military installation, which could have been, you know, cover for the Central Intelligence Agency, it is entirely plausible. And when Sydney says something, you can take it to the bank. She doesn't just make stuff up. You know, she's right. got a long track record as, as a real fighter. When she says something like that, it needs to be taken seriously. I think the most plausible explanation is that some operation was taking place, probably under military cover, involving the Central Intelligence Agency, involving the election rigging. Uh, there are some very good people in the intelligence community right now that Trump brought in. There's uh, one guy, I don't know if I should mention his name. Well, I'll throw it out there. He's, he's known already. Uh, Ezra Cohen. 
-hmm. He uh, is a key person on the National Security Council. He came up under Flynn. He comes from the Defense Intelligence Agency side, and yet he oversees all the intelligence apparatus as it goes through the National Security Council and into the White House. They have been trying, the deep state has been trying to remove him since they removed Flynn, and they have been unsuccessful. So I think there are a lot of things going on that are not in the public eye yet. And I'm hoping that as this evidence is understood and examined and the American people are made aware of it, that it will be too overwhelming for the deep state and the fake media to cover it up anymore. Well, you know, we do have some patriots left in the government and elsewhere, and they are starting to come out. I think they're signing affidavits, giving statements. I mean, uh, Sidney Powell, not to keep referring to her, but she dropped some big, big bombs on Georgia. And she says as part of the lawsuit that uh, the reason Georgia has been the state that has implemented Dominion software in every single county more than any other state is because Dominion software had a contract for $100 million with uh, Georgia. And take a look at the governor and the secretary of state there and see whether or not their family might have gotten some benefit from that. Now, I'm not saying that that's true. But she has said that publicly. So I'm simply reiterating what's already been alleged. We shall see. But those are big bombs. And that very well could be part of this story. Just old-fashioned graft, money pouring in from international sources. Talk about foreign powers and you know, influencing our elections. You know, uh, So we'll have to sit tight and watch for that. Um, anything else, Alex, you want to share? And you know, kind of drop on this program. <laughs> yeah, I, I just hope that uh, everybody's paying attention. Everybody's activated. Everybody's involved. You know, get involved in, in your local political party, run for, for local office, develop a good relationship with your sheriff right now. In a nightmare scenario, if Biden is inaugurated, we are going to need state governments, local governments, county governments, municipal governments to engage in total resistance. When, uh, you know, when Biden promised he was going to come take our AR-14s, you know, setting aside the fact that there's no such thing as an AR-14, um, that was a threat and it needs to be taken seriously. And so we need our governors, we need our sheriffs, we need our county commissions, we need our mayors, we need our police chiefs to say you will not seize any property from any citizen in this jurisdiction. If you try it, your people are going to jail. They're going to be prosecuted under our state laws. The Democrats showed us the way to do it, right? They absolutely yeah. showed us the way. For the last four years, they were having sanctuary cities, sanctuary states where federal immigration, and you know, federal immigration laws are constitutional. Federal gun control schemes are not constitutional. So the Democrats showed us the way we needed to take it. And, and they did it on everything, right? They're, they're smoking pot in California, Colorado. I don't care if they smoke pot, but they showed us the way to resist unconstitutional federal power grabs. We need now as Republicans, as conservatives, as, as people who love uh, the original principles of America to say, Thank you guys for leading the way. We're going to be, most states are Republican. We're going to be doing they that are. too. None of your illegal actions are going to ap apply here in our county. But in the meantime, we must expose the voter fraud and the people responsible must be held accountable. And, and to just try to look at the bright side, if God forbid Biden is installed, um, you know, the fact is that evidence indicates that, that Trump actually did win a landslide. It could have been up to 75 million people. You know, if, if you if you re-switch back <laughs> the vote to who it really was cast for, that the uh, Republicans probably going to hold on to the Senate if the two uh, candidates in Georgia uh, are successful, and they look like they're going to be, that the Republicans are a hair's breadth away from taking the House, uh, that we have 
constitutionally minded judges at all levels. President Trump appointed almost 200 judges to the federal bench and that we've made gains in state in state houses and in, and in state governors. I think that these things combined will at least cause what we hope still exists in this country, which is a balance of power. And that two years from now, we'll take back the house, we'll have a big surge. And that four years from now, Donald J. Trump will be reelected, just like Grover Cleveland was in the 1880s. Yep. And so, you know, I, I urge people not to, to lose hope. Uh, don't be fearful. People make stupid decisions when they're scared. There's no reason to be scared. Uh, you know, for those who take the Bible seriously, the Bible says the Lord has not given us a spirit of fear. So we don't want to be frightened right now, but we do want to be aware. We want to be concerned and we want to be active. Uh, there's plenty uh, of good news. There's plenty of good things happening. And if everybody who loves America gets involved right now, not only can we stop these criminals, we can take this country back and, and ensure generations of freedom into the future for our children, for our grandchildren and our great grandchildren. But we're going to all have to work. There's no more of this sitting on the couch and watching football and just expecting everything to take care of itself. We've all got to be involved in the process. All right, Alex Newman. Listen, I want to thank you for joining me as always. Let my viewers know where they can find out about you and your excellent uh, books and, and articles. Hey, thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure. Uh, my personal website is libertysentinel.org. That's libertysentinel, S-E-N-T-I-N-E-L.org. Uh, you can find my books there. Uh, lots of articles from me and, and other wonderful uh, you know, writers, patriots, uh, leaders, etc. cetera. Uh, also, I'm a senior editor at The New American. You can go to thenewamerican.com. I write for The Epic Times. You can go to theepictimes.com. I write for a whole bunch of other outfits, but you can find me on uh, social media. I've just set up MeWe and Parler and all these, and I'm still mm -hmm. on the, the legacy ones, but maybe not for much longer. And thank you once again for having me, Charles. Always a pleasure. All right, Alex Newman. Thanks so much, and talk to you soon. All right, take care.